0: In Jesus name. Amen. He is risen! He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Well, have you had a chance? Were you able to kind of ponder, think about that question I asked at the beginning? Were you honest? Did you ask someone uh, that you're with, if, if you are with someone? How competitive are you? I, I should have made it clear that I'm, I'm not just talking about like how competitive do you get over a game of Yahtzee, or Monopoly, or Uno, or pick up basketball in the driveway, right? Because the, the truth is that there is so much more to be competitive about. In, in life, for the super competitive among us, like, everything is a competition, right? Our, our careers, our finances, our relationships, our social media accounts, right? And we're, we're constantly, we're constantly keeping score. I really think, though, that uh, all of us, e- even those of us who aren't as competitive, we, we all want to win at life. Uh, no one, no one wants to look back on their lives at the end of it all and, and to think to themselves that they have lived a, live a life of defeat or that they had lost, right? We would all like to consider ourselves. Winners, and and that doesn't mean that like we're competing against someone in life, right? like that we have to win at the expense of someone else who has to lose. But we just all would like for ourselves to come out on top, to to, to consider ourselves winners. Um, and, and the truth is that we're, we're constantly keeping score of our lives, aren't we? There are certain things that happen to us, or certain things that we do that. Makes us feel like we're adding points to the board. We we get the promotion at work. Uh, the the girl of our dreams falls in love with us. Um, uh, we we score uh, a big account at work. We get a lot of money added to our bank accounts. We get the the car we always dreamed of, or the home we always wanted, the the wedding we had thought about since we were a, a little girl, right? What, whatever it is, there are certain things in life that happen to us that. That feel like we're adding points to the board. And, and then, of course, there are things that, that make it feel like the points are coming off. There are certain things uh, in life that make us feel like we're losing. We, uh, we lose someone we love. Uh, we, we get the, the diagnosis and it's cancer. We lose the job. Uh, the promotion is given to, to someone else. Our finances fall apart. The, the marriage ends, right? These are the kinds of things that, that make us feel in life like points are being taken away, like like we're losing. I, I think that that's how the, the women who we met at the tomb of Jesus today must have felt, right? They must have felt like like they were losing, like like the points had suddenly come off of the board. Because, I mean, think about where they're at. Their, their master, their rabbi, their their teacher, their, their Lord, their Savior, Jesus, had died. And, and for, for the past three years, it, it had felt like the points were just being added, and it looked like they were winning, but now suddenly, everything had fallen apart. And here they were at, at, at his grave, right? And, and there's no starker image of defeat than a tomb, right? All of us can, can kind of kid ourselves that everything is great and that we're winning at life, for a while at least, we, we can hide our defeats. But when you're standing at a grave, like these women were, there's, there's no denying it, right? There's, there's, there's no more clear image of defeat than a tombstone. And so there they were, and it looked like they had lost. And, and maybe you know what, it, what that feels like, right? Maybe quite literally, because you've stood at the tomb of someone you love, and you had this overwhelming sense of, of defeat come over you. I, I think many of us feel like we're losing now, right? In, in this world we're living with the corona pandemic, it's hard to really feel like you're winning at life. I mean, so much has changed. Nothing is normal. I mean, for many people, finances have gotten really scary, and, and we don't know how we're going to make ends meet. Some of you have lost jobs or have had hours cut, or you're worried about loved ones, or you've gotten sick yourself. And, and for many of us, we're, we're living in a time of loss. We feel like we're losing. It's, it's hard to, to have a sense of victory these days. And and you know, when when it feels like you're losing, and when it looks like defeat is assured, that changes how you live, doesn't it? Right. Uh, let me try to explain. Um, when I was in grade school, I, I had always been a part of our grade school basketball team, uh, from fifth grade all the way up through eighth grade. And uh, the truth was that our little Lutheran grade school, we weren't really any good. And I would like to think that I was the exception to that, that I was like the shining star of the team, but uh, I know that's not the case. And for for most of the games and tournaments we entered, we we knew that we were going to lose. There wasn't much hope for victory. And and that changed how we played the game, right? There was a, a much less motivation uh, much less incentive to like follow the rules and listen to the coach and, and be a contributing member of the team. You start to, to act selfishly when you know that defeat is coming. You, you want to take matters into your own hands. There was less joy to the game, right, when you know that, that you're, you're probably going to lose. And, and that was true of me in grade school basketball, but I, I think it's true also of of us in life, isn't it? Like when, when, when defeat is all around us, it changes how we play the game, how we live our lives. There's, there's less motivation to, to keep on going, to fulfill our calling. There's less joy to life, less thankfulness to it all. Sometimes we throw up our hands. We say, what's the point? That's true of, of a game like basketball, but it's also true, true of each of our lives. Uh, but let me get back to our story for today. Because again, here were these women, right? And they thought that they had lost. They were standing at the grave of, of Jesus. But, but then in a, in a moment, this stark image of defeat becomes a, a beautiful symbol and a declaration of victory. Right? Because while they're there at the grave, they realize that something is different about this grave, this symbol of loss. This grave, this sign of defeat is empty, and as they're looking at this empty grave, if you remember how the story goes, an angel shows up and, and says these beautiful words that, that I, I want you today to, to leave ringing in your ears. The angel said to them and to us, he, he said, he is risen, he's not here. And that makes all the difference in the world. The, the story ends today with, with the, the, the women, it says they're astonished and afraid. And, and that always has kind of stuck out to me, a, a weird way. Uh, to end that, that scene, but it's natural, right? Because here they were, and they thought that, that the game was over and that they had lost and that the score was like 100 to 0. And now in an instant, they, they look up and, and, and they see the scoreboard and they realize that they've won. That's what the tomb does. It declares victory. It flips everything around. Where, where they once saw, saw defeat, Now now they are declared and proclaimed champions, and they can't believe it. The reversal is is so amazing. They can't wrap their heads around it. But it's true. Because of the empty tomb, we are victorious. And that was true for the women. But dear friends, it's also true for you. No matter what the world says in these days, these troubling days, no matter what your your bank account says to you, no matter what the news forecasters say to us, we are victorious. Victorious the tomb declares you to be a champion, and that changes things for us. It really does uh, if, if I could give you another basketball analogy and i 'm sorry for all the, the sports today it 's usually not like that, but uh, some of you might be aware I, I have been watching and, and following along with this for a while that there's this new basketball documentary coming out it 's a, a documentary it 's called the last dance and it 's about the the final championship season for our beloved Chicago Bulls. Uh, uh, you see, there's this camera crew that Michael Jordan let kind of film his, his last dance on the 1998 Chicago Bulls championship team. And and now they've made it into a documentary, and for a child of the 90s like like I was, who adored and idolized Michael Jordan's Chicago Bulls, I can't wait for this documentary to come about. And as I was thinking about it this week and, and what it was like to be a Bulls fan during that time, uh, it It was a unique time right because you you knew that the bulls would win like no matter what the scoreboard said at any particular point in the game and no matter how dire things looked you just knew in the back of your mind that jordan was going to pull something out and they were going to be victorious right and 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 being assured of that victory it, it changed things for for us as fans for everyone who watched those teams right first of all because victory was always in the bag and you knew it was coming you didn't worry Right? No, no matter what the game looked like, you didn't worry. You you knew they was they were going to win. And, and the second way it changed uh, us as fans is you didn't have to fight for your team, right? You, you didn't have, like have to prove it to someone that the Chicago Bulls were the best. There was no doubt about it. You didn't have to come up with a bunch of facts and figures and statistics on why the Chicago Bulls were the best basketball team in the world. Everyone knew. It was just taken for granted. You didn't have to worry and you didn't have to fight as a Bulls fan, because victory was assured. And that was true of being a a fan of the Chicago Bulls in the 90s, but it's also so true of us as Christians today. Victory is ours. There is no doubt about it. The tomb declares it. You are a champion. Which, which means those very same two things. You don't have to worry. Despite what the world says around us, we know our future. We know that because Jesus rose, so will we. We know that our brokenness will be made whole. We know that our sickness will be healed. We know that our death will become life. We don't have to worry. About today or about tomorrow because we know what Jesus has done which tells us what he will most certainly do bring about a resurrection in our own lives and life everlasting we don't worry but we also don't have to fight dear friends you don't have to fight and scratch and claw your way to victory because it is given to you as a gift the way that we have been keeping score in in life from for many of us, although we know better, right? The way we've been keeping score, by, by collecting dollars and cars in the driveway, and bigger homes and promotions at work and likes on social media, right? Those those things lie to us all of the time. And and, and they're not accurate, and they're exhausting. But the gift of the tomb and that declaration of victory means we don't have to fight to win anymore. It is ours in Jesus, pure gift. Dear brothers and sisters, this world so often tells us we're losing, especially now. But I assure you, the empty tomb assures you that you have won, and in Jesus, you are victorious. In his name, amen.